Hey everyone, this is Miss Hakimoto with your next chapter of Threads. So yesterday we were reading about Yuming and the rest of the gang at the Great Wall, and we realized that Yuming and Clara passed each other like twice at the Great Wall of China and didn't even know that they were. So it's sort of one of those things where the author is dropping lots of hints and we have to see now if their paths cross again. And when we last left Yuming, she had woken up after falling asleep at the Great Wall and all of her friends are gone. So let's see what happens now. Chapter 18, July 8th, Beijing, China, Clara. We walk out of the hotel into the thick morning haze. Even though the breakfast buffet at our hotel is awesome, mom read in her guidebook that the breakfast in the hotel around the corner is even better. So we cross the street that's crowded with bikers, honking cars, trucks, and tractors, and round the corner to the Red Dragon Hotel. Inside, a young lady directs us to the restaurant where mom asks for a table for three. A hostess who speaks perfect English seats us. I watch her walk away as mom and dad sit down. Then I clear my throat and shove my hand into the pocket with Yuming's photograph in the note. I'm going to go find the bathroom. Mom looks around the restaurant. Want me to come with you? No, that's okay, I say with a forced smile. I'll ask the hostess. I leave quickly before mom can get up to join me. I know she and dad don't think that I'm okay and that they don't want me to be alone. But the truth is, ever since I realized we needed to come back to China, I felt almost as good as when Lola was alive. At the front of the restaurant, the hostess is standing behind a tall wooden stand, talking on a cell phone. I look behind me, toward our table and the giant buffet behind it. I can't see mom and dad from here. Interrupt her! Hurry! I can hear Lola yelling. I can practically see her jumping up and down with excitement. So, Clara saying that ever since she decided she was going to come to China to save Yu Ming, that she feels almost as good as if Lola was alive. But we kind of know just from the fact that, one, she's using Yu Ming kind of as a distraction, right? To try and keep her mind off of Lola. And then she's still pretending to see her everywhere. So she might be less all right than she thinks she is. Excuse me. The hostess moves the phone away from her ear and smiles at me. Can I help you? Yeah, um... I look behind me again. I'm wondering if you can help me with something, because your English is really good. Lola is leaning forward, tucking her hair behind her ears and motioning for me to move it along. One moment, the hostess says, and she speaks some Chinese into the phone and laughs before hanging up and turning to me. What can I help you with? We're American. Yes? And I have a project for school. School, she repeats. Yes? I'm doing a project on factories in the Hebei province. Oh, she says, still smiling. What kind of factories? Pink factories, I picture Lola yelling. I clear my throat. Well, um, you know, any kinds. Purses, dummy. Purses, I say, on purse factories. Well, many factories make purses here in Beijing. They ship them all over the world. Yeah, right, I say. Do you know of any? My cousin used to work at one. She made purses and other things, too. Very hard work. I nod. Yeah, I know. Very little sleep and poor working conditions. Interview. You want to interview her cousin. Does your cousin live around here? Maybe I could interview her, I say, without really thinking. 
No, the hostess says sadly, tilting her head to the side. She lives in the country now, in a small village with her family. I check over my shoulder and spot Mom walking my way, waving. Have you ever seen a pink factory? I blurt out to the hostess. Pink? Yeah, a few hours outside of Beijing. Outside of Beijing? Mom is getting closer. Huh, perhaps... I, I come from north of here. There are many factories in the northern area, in the countryside. That's where most factories are, in fact. Really? In the north? Yes, almost all factories in Hebei province are in the area north of the city of Beijing. Great, I say as mom approaches. You find the bathroom, sweetie? She asks. The bathroom is upstairs, the woman says. We have western-style bathrooms. Very nice, she adds. I'll join you then, mom says, putting her arm around me. North of the city, my first major lead. I congratulate myself as mom and I walk up the stairs. Mom smiles down at me, but it's a sad kind of smile, so I look away. At the top of the staircase, mom stops and takes a breath. I imagine Lola standing by the bathroom door waiting for us. I can picture her looking back and forth from my face to mom's. So, have you decided anything? Mom asks me quietly. What do you mean? About the ashes. She clears her throat. About Lola's ashes. I swallow hard and I look away from her to the bathroom door. The image of Lola vanishes. What do you mean? I ask again, suddenly thinking of her funeral. Everyone was there. People I'd never even met were crying and blowing their noses. I was sitting in the front row between mom and dad, and I imagined what Lola would say if she could see what was going on. She'd roll her eyes at all the drama. She'd motion for me to sneak out the side door with her. It was a beautiful day in May. I squeezed my eyes shut in the dim upstairs hallway of the restaurant and then opened them, trying to make the image of Lola reappear. But I can't. And I suddenly feel panicky as though maybe the black hole followed us to China after all. I even look around a little bit to see if Lola moves somewhere else, even though I know it's ridiculous. I know she's not really here. At the funeral, I had told mom and dad that I couldn't do it. I couldn't be there. And I went outside. There was this huge magnolia tree at the cemetery. Lola was obsessed with magnolias. I didn't love them like she did. All you have to do is give a branch a a tiny shake and all the petals fall down on your head. And that's so annoying. But that's what I did at the funeral. While people like my cousins from Spain, Lola's teachers, and even her friends gave speeches about her. I stood under the magnolia tree and shook the branches. It was crazy how easily the petals fell off. Mom puts her hand on my back. I mean, have you decided if there's a special place you'd like to spread Lola's ashes? I can't talk for a second. Spread them? I stashed the tin in my backpack today. I didn't want anything to happen to it at the hotel, but I don't want to spread the ashes anywhere. No, I mumble, not yet. Mom nods sadly, takes my hand, and pushes the door that says women in Chinese and English. The bathroom is fancy, with marble tiles and pale green paper towels arranged on the counter in the shape of a fan. It's even better than the one at the Starbucks at the Great Wall. Dad and I want you to take your time, Mom says. We stand side by side in the mirror, and I watch her talk. We look alike. Light brown hair, blue eyes, 
So different from Lola, but I never thought about things like that. I never cared. You know, we're going to the Dan Temple today. I nod. Why is she telling me this? Of course. I know that. We talked about it last night and again this morning before we left the hotel. Lola loved it there. Yeah, I say. I remember the last time we hopped around on the stone floor in the courtyard. If you step on a crack, you're dead, Lola had yelled. We'd giggled at the Buddhas with their fat bellies while mom and dad told us to shush. Mom considers me for another minute and then finally says, Okay, I'll be right out, stepping into a stall. We'll have to have a quick breakfast, she goes on, through the closed door. It's going to take a while to get to the temple. It's not even in Beijing. It's in Sunma, which is quite a ways north of the city. North? I ask, smiling a little. Yeah, Dad asked our waitress. She said with traffic, it will probably take two hours to get there. We have to go straight north all the way into the countryside of Hebei province. Suddenly, Lola is back. She grins at me from where she's sitting on the edge of the counter, and I grin back. North of the city, she mouths, and I nod at the image of her and at my reflection in the mirror. Today could be the day, the day that I figure out a way to save Yu Ming. And that's the end of the chapter. Come back tomorrow to find out what happens.